welcome to Hive Mind. I'm Meg. I'm here with Emily. Hey, Emily. Hi, it's me. Emily. How would you feel if I talked to a plant and didn't look at you this entire episode? Honestly, I would think I'd probably just power through and keep on talking. That's fair. How'd you feel after last night's episode? Okay, I feel a few ways. Thanks for asking. The first way is, um, hey, you guys, cool it. And by cool it, I mean, stop trying to make Angie K happen. Why is she the center of these stories? I don't like it. I don't prefer it. The only thing I like less is her hairdos at the roller skating party. Um, she, she was giving Bratz doll. And then at um, the sound bath, she was giving I'm going to prom for the yeah. first time. I actually wrote beauty pageant, but not state regionals. <laughs> <laughs> that's accurate and it's accurate um okay so there's the first thing the second thing is they were all giving kid sister last night they are uh, giving i'm gonna turn this car around if you don't shut up well we're giving i'm gonna turn this car around if you don't shut up they're giving mom 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 she touched me she went into my space mom they i am like where are your ipads separate put a seat in between the two of you okay we're gonna stop in 15 minutes at maverick you guys just need to be quiet until then if you could just be cool for 10 minutes for 10 minutes that would be amazing it That's was hard. a lot it was a lot and honestly i blame linda well i think we can always blame linda i think we should frankly moving forward for every problem we have on the show or outside of the show i blame linda for a lot of things for example i got a parking ticket because my um expiration my plates expired it's hard to remember to do because that. they stopped sending paper reminders look i wouldn't say i like the environment as much as the next person if we're just being honest but i need mail i need to put it in a pile and I need to come back to it in three weeks and say, oh, yeah, I got to pay that bill. I know how many emails are currently in my in inbox. I want to say 1300. 64,000. You think I'm going to see an email from the DMV come through telling me I need a new registration? 64,000? 64,000. And guess what? 60,000 of those are from my kids' school today. Like, I'm not going to get your DMV email. It's going to get lost. Send me a paper in the mail or my. I went two years without getting a new registration. And nothing happened? Nothing happened. I mean, I had to pay extra. You do? Well, because I had to, like, pay for the two years that had lapsed. I feel like, no, that's your job policeman <laughs> it's not on me like it's not the it's free stuff. i got away with it <laughs> i feel like you did honestly oh wow i i'm a rule keeper so um when i know about it i pay it but i didn't emily know. i didn't know about it i just like it was not a part of my mind it was not something i was ever thinking about because i didn't get a paper in the mail telling me to renew meg are you a dreamer uh yeah oh like when some you... might say i'm a dreamer okay like if you leave the kitchen or all the cabinet doors just open i mean it depends where's this going i'm a little <laughs> nervous that i'm incriminating myself i know i'm just curious today i said to someone um 
like yesterday I had to go to work all day and yesterday is when you take the trash out. Okay. And my car blocks the trash can. So I always plan in advance to move my car to the side or when I know I'm going to move my car, I take the trash out. And so I came home from work and the trash cans weren't out, but my husband had been home all day. So then I said to him, did you not think to take the trash cans out? And he said, when's trash day? And that's when I was like, I'm not the dreamer in this relationship. I would say. I, I, okay. I, yes, I'm a dreamer, but I also am the one that pays the bills. Oh, interesting. Well, he pays the bills too, but that's just because I'm all, I'm just terrible with money. Um, I think that I'm a little bit of both. Great. Well, I mean, we have to be, I, I think I like to think I'm a little bit of both. I have dreams. But I also like will have to walk through the house and like close the back door every other day. Do you think that us talking about car registration for 20 minutes is an indication of how bad this episode was? Like it wasn't great. And there's dips and there's peaks and valleys. We know this. We know this. Um, Unfortunately, there was no Mary. So no peak. You know who won this episode? Meredith, because she was in it for two minutes. What's going on with Meredith? Do you like do you think she saw that Mary's phoning it in and she was like, I'd like more of that? Is Mary getting paid though? Do you get paid when you're a friend of? You get paid, but you don't get paid as much. I think Meredith is trying to find that like perfect loophole where she can be a full-time cast member but have as little screen time as possible, which good on you, you know. You. Honestly, probably a great move for you, Meredith, because you're great in doses. Sorry, I said it. Meredith at a kid's party in a bikini with a blazer was, I don't know how else to say it, but iconic. I felt like such a perv because I was like, what is going on with her boobs? Like, what is that material? Like, they're so plastic. It like the, the gold blame to her breast was very shiny. It was, it was shiny on shiny. Uh, it was giving Malibu Barbie my favorite when I was seven. So yeah. good for her. You know what? She did a great job and I'm proud of her. Good job, Meredith. You know what else I liked last night? And we'll get more into it. But I liked Heather and Lisa resolution. There was like a real grown up after many minutes, a very not grown up conversation from one part of that party there was a very grown-up resolution that I honestly like really enjoyed and I'm being serious I mean very sincere I liked it I like the flashbacks I thought the editors did a great job and you know what I thought Heather looked really good in that outfit with the big earrings like her hair was done well the hoop earrings were really working for me that color palette looked great on her yeah it did it did she did I, I'll agree with that some miss it did you see Heather's outfit at BravoCon oh no, I didn't. What was she wearing? Okay, well, in a sea of terrible outfits. Okay, why was no one wearing pants at BravoCon? Oh, that one page? She wasn't... She no, was, like, so many were not wearing pants. I don't know. There's, like, listen, there's so many bad Bravo liberties. Bad dressed. There's so many bad dressed Bravo liberties. I will say, overall, Salt Lake took the cake on the worst dress, which is wild to consider when you consider what Dorinda was wearing. Dorinda was in like leather <laughs> leggings and like a tied up shirt. Like, you know, what you used to do remember when you were like 13 and you wanted to look sexy at the pool and you would like tie up a shirt real high. That's what Dorinda was wearing. Um, but, Tom but Sandoval was in a pleather skirt. So 
Tom's, Are you telling me that Heather's outfit was worse than that? Yeah, because Tom is a spectacle, and I think Heather was trying. That's what made it worse. This striped thing? She's in a, a leather column dress with a white button up underneath with a tie with sambas, and she's carrying on the carpet a yellow goyard, which is embarrassing to me for two reasons. One, I can afford Goyard. If I can afford your purse, it's not worth photographing. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. <laughs> it's not, Meg. I'm not rich. If I can afford to buy that item, you don't need to be photographed with it. Okay. And the second part was no one else oh. had a purse in it. No okay. Uh, yeah. This is, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bad. It's giving um, waiter at Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, and it's just like, it's not well fit. You know, like it doesn't fit well. Yeah, it's not, it's not um, as tight as it needs to be. It's... Yeah. And I'm like, it's a tough day when Angie K's the best dressed. It's a tough day for us all. Like Whitney was giving Brittany and Justin realness and Texas tuxedo, but it's also a very weird fit. Like Whitney looks like she's wearing paper doll clothes. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's what it looks like. Like, I feel like if she turned around and was naked, I would have been like, yeah, that's what I expected. Like, it looks like she's just wearing front facing outfit. Lisa looks like she went to is going to the store. Like I saw Lisa look cooler at a restaurant at a, like 9 30 p.m on a saturday night in utah she, um, where she was um I, maybe like the brief's just really hard to understand like what does one wear to bravo con you no know, i imagine it would be extremely dip i am being very sincere when i say being a lower level celebrity if you were not top tier bravo celebrity if you were not the ariana maddox if you were not the jeff lewis's of the occasion, anyone under that level of celebrity at BravoCon, I would be so scared to be there. Emily, I'm going to ask you a question. Please don't disown me. What is Jeff Lewis? What show is he known for? He had his own show called Flipping Out with Jeff Lewis. He's an interior designer. What he's known for is being absolutely freaking unpredictable. The man is, he was, there are some people that you see them on a reality TV show and you think this was your purpose. Lala Kent. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say Mary Cosby. Christina Quinn. Christina Quinn. There are, and Jeff Lewis, he's on the list. He will burn any bridge. He doesn't care. Yeah, that's what I want from a reality star. Uh, he is not a fan of Monica in a clip that... I saw and I gotta say Jeff I'm starting to agree after this week I'm like can can we just have a minute a minute of frivolity you know a minute of goofiness I'm not getting any of that he also Jeff Lewis asked the question we all want the answers to which he said to Andy Cohen why do the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City go on the worst trips and Andy Cohen was like well first of all they could someone couldn't leave the country for two years so consider that. But he did say we're getting a better trip this year. The other point that he made, though, was I like a celebrity that like lives this life that I'm never going to have. I like them to be rich. I like them to be fabulous. That's what I like. And he does not think that Monica is rich nor fabulous. And that aside, if you're not rich or fabulous, you got to be so likable and entertaining 
that we all just love you on our screen. And Monica is fitting none of the, she's not fitting a single, she can't check off one box, Meg. She can't, not, none of the boxes are checked. I mean, she's engaging. And for a minute, I was like, oh, she's fun. She's throwing, you know, shots. She's getting in the mix. And now I'm like, it's all Monica. The whole show is Monica. And maybe it's because Heather has one thing that she's talking about and it's someone else's kid. But I'm like, what, where are the other women? I'm so tired. I'm so tired of Here's the deal. I, you know, I came out for Monica. I liked Monica. I was like, I don't care that she's kind of poor. She's fun. She brings a youthful energy. She, she's a truth teller. And about, you no, know, I take it all back. Monica is not fun. Monica's a drain. If Monica was my friend, I would absolutely have to be medicated before we went to dinner without a doubt, because I would know I was leaving dinner exhausted. I knew, I know I would leave dinner thinking, oh man, that was a lot. Second thing about Monica I don't like how much she calls other people old. It's weird, right? It comes up a lot. And I'm like, Monica, read the room. Everyone is older than you. Yeah, because she's what, 35? Well, yeah. And I'm like, do you think Lisa, do you think, you think Lisa seems old? Okay. Now tell me how you feel about Meredith. And it's the real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Like that's kind of the casting call is like, older women she's on the wrong show she should be on Vanderpump Rules she should she's on the wrong show she's bringing the wrong energy I don't want to see one more mom fight and we're gonna have one next week I don't think her kids should be on this show I'm dying to know why her ex-husband did not ask for his face to get blurred out if anyone knows the answer to that question please tell me because I need to understand why that man let his face get shown on national were you surprised that was not what I was expecting. A, I was surprised what he was. And B, I was surprised that he was like, yeah, you can use that picture. If I were him, I'd be like, hey, my kids are not being on this show. I don't care if you get paid more. My kids will not be on this show with you being as messy as you are. She's with your mom like that as well. Your mom's messy. You talk about this brother-in-law affair often. And by the way, I don't care that Monica was mean to her mom. That's where I disagree. Absolutely disagree with Lisa. I think that when she said, you, I don't like the way you talk to your mom. I disagree. I don't care that Monica talked to her mom that way. They each gave as good as they got. I don't care about that fact. I care that it's not going anywhere. And this is generational trauma an entire audience is now having to deal with. And you know what? We've got our own. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Thanks. I, I don't need it. I all got set. I'm all set. I'll call my mom and ask her how she feels about her mom if I really want to deep dive into stuff. And I don't. I don't. I don't want to. And I don't want to do it on TV. Yeah, I think that. So Whitney's mom reluctantly agreed to come to Bobby's birthday party. I assume because Whitney's mom does not want to be on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. We have seen very little of these other women's mothers and I think for good reason the fact that Monica's mom is so willing to be in so many scenes is just like a huge red flag red flag like this Andy, woman's not well Andy please I know you've listened to this Andy Cohen don't keep don't make us do this anymore please like I'm I so tired Andy I, I got so, so tired, tired. I got very tired at the end with what I will refer to as the kid sister fight in which 
Monica and Lisa just really were hitting low and not even like here's the thing Mary Cosby she hits low she kidney punches but they're such specifically mean things they make me laugh hard this was just like I mean it felt like I just ate a gallon of whipped cream like there's no depth there's no layers there's no nuance saying like you're old and like when Monica was like whatever and did the when she mocked Lisa's voice, that's when I was like, no, thank you. I'm pretty <laughs> done now. At this and the best part of that whole fight is Angie K being like, I'm not in the middle of this. Lisa, don't go. Lisa, you got to stay and figure this out. I'm like, okay. Angie and Monica, truly, I think the best plan, hear me out. What if we told them, you guys are getting your spinoff show, the just the two of you, we're going to call it Brunettes. Sure. Yeah, I love that title. Work, working title, Broken Brunettes. There you uh, go. Or Brunettes with Mom Issues. Okay, <laughs> I don't know yet. We're not sure what it's going to be. But what if we told them you have your own, you're going to go do your own thing for a minute. And then let's just see what happens. Yeah, I love that idea. Because I didn't hate last season when it was not when Monica and Angie weren't full time. And I think I would have loved last season even more if Mary was in the mix because Mary is so funny. <laughs> Do She's I like so her? funny? No. Last week I was like, all right, you're just straight up mean. Like you're mean. This isn't fun. But Mary on the Sprinter van demanding a fish fillet from McDonald's, that's the kind of energy I'm here for. I mean, even when she was mean last week to Whitney, bought when she called her bobblehead. I mean, it's such a again, it's just a specifically mean thing to say. I I'm entertained. I know. And you know what, Meg? Want to know why I watch this show? To be entertained. For entertainment. Yeah. yeah. So I there are some things to talk about, but yeah, generally overall, I could use. I could tone down the Angie K and Monica. I wish Whitney had his storyline. I think Whitney can be a real hoot and a half. I think she just needs a direction. I mean, I enjoyed seeing mom Whitney this episode. I think her and Bobby's relationship is really sweet. But I'm also fundamentally opposed to children being on this show. You know, so that makes me feel conflicted. Not Jack, though. He's fine. Jack's like an adult. Jack's 18. He's okay. Um, he him interacting with Heather and Lisa when they were mid-fight was another high point for me. That is John Barlow's son. That he was like, oh, this is contentious. All right, see you later. Well, he, he literally he backed that. away. Skated backward. He broke the ice for them to be able to say, This is silly. We're in a silly fight. Didn't you feel that way? Because I, I felt like when he walked away, Heather and Lisa were like, okay, let's move on. I also thought Heather was very gracious to Jack in her congratulations on his mission call. Some of her other behavior toward his mission call, I'm a little side-eye about, but I think that when it actually came to speaking with Jack, she was very kind and encouraging. I agree, which is why I'm about to say something. Dun, dun, dun. I think these confessionals from Heather, where she is stirring that pot, happened post-filming. That she was like, okay, I'm going to make this it feels like she is supplementing the storyline more than it actually was happening in real life. I can see that. Yeah. Because the way she interacted with Jack, she seemed so sincere. 
very sincerely like put her feelings on the back burner gave that kid a congratulations because that's what he needed yes 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 and i'm also thinking next week's episode is called mormons get a bad rap so i'm wondering if other things happen that would make her want to go back and put more emphasis on that storyline well you know what's going to come up is mary saying she looks inbred yes that that, is going to be a shining moment for all of us i can't tell you how how much i have been looking forward to this interaction since the trailer dropped I have been I don't want to say living for because like I do have like a family but I won't say I haven't been living for it um I'm so fascinated to know what conversation leads up to it I would love to know Heather why do you ask questions you don't want the answer to (laughs) why do any of us though I I'll tell you if I ever met Mary Cosby I'll tell you what I wouldn't do Open the door to feedback in any way, shape, or form. Any way at all. I wouldn't make eye contact. I wouldn't. I would cross to the other side of the street. I wouldn't even say, how are you? Because I know what she'd say back is something like, offended by the way you look. Better than you'll ever be. She's got rid of the green carpet in her house, though. I want you to know. Very sad. Yeah, it's the end of an era. Um, Remember when she shared with us that sometimes her dog would pee on it because he thought it was grass? Yeah, that astroturf. And you know what? I can tell you right now, no one blamed the dog. <laughs> yeah, it does look like your ass. It does. It does. Anyway, Meg, so it was a slow news day. Um, I've never heard of Pink Sweets. Gotta tell you, not in love with that name. Where is it? I couldn't place it. It I was, was like, giving like Riverton. I was going to say, I thought Riverton. Oh, I just Googled it. And guess what? It's Riverton. Oh, whoa. Do I know this state or do I know this state? Wow. Cha-ching, Meg. Cha-ching. The least surprising statement of the entire night is when Angie K said, I love pink. Mm -hmm. And this is when I was like, Angie might need to look up subtlety in the dictionary because I don't think she's ever heard of it. That children's book, that, I mean, there is not a subtle thing about this woman. No. And that's who she is. And that's who she is. And that's okay. Um, so yes, Angie gave Monica a children's book with pretty obvious intentions behind it. Yeah. Um, we all love a friend who just wants to teach us lessons, don't we? When Stephen and I were first married, uh, we lived in an apartment complex, uh, and someone I think dropped a copy of and they were not ashamed you know what that book is oh I know what that book is and I was like did they like leave this for someone intentionally to find what is this for have you ever wondered if maybe it was you maybe but then I'm like we don't know our neighbors so that would be very weird but maybe they're like the walls are so thin and we think you need this book I mean, maybe, Meg. I don't know. Let's just not roll it out. It was a cheap apartment. <laughs> um, okay, so, Monica, your mom's not a good time. It's not inviting her places, period. That's what I wrote. A note, too. Can't really remember what that's about, but I stand by that statement. Was fun to see the Queen of Sundance in action, wasn't it? Lisa making tiki sticks that were going to get later propped up against a cement wall, so serve no <laughs> purpose. When I saw what they did with those tiki sticks, I was like, excuse me, what? <laughs> They're not even lit. <laughs> They're not. 
they're, and they're not even in the ground. They're literally propped up against a wall. By the way, what was the temperature in daybreak that day? Because Lisa was in a jacket and sweatpants and Whitney was boobs out in a little crop top. What it was it like one of those weird March days where it's like sunny and then it's snowing? It felt like, you know, those March days where it looks really sunny, but it is brisk. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I that's what I thought. And I mean, listen, if one of the two of those was dressed wrong, I'm going to have to go ahead and assume it was probably Whitney. Sure. Yeah, I think. But I mean, it didn't look cold. I don't know. I, I was very I thrown. Very thrown by that. Um, Meg, did I? Sorry, I'm jumping the shark a little here, but shark gun. Whatever. Whatever. I'm jumping ahead. Meg, did I or did I not last week say there's other things to do in Utah, like I guess classic skating? And where were they this week? <laughs> classic Fun Center. Classic Fun Center. They might have rebranded since I was a kid, and they this might be a new location, but classic is classic does. Yeah, you can smell it. Oh, just first God. glance. Did you know? Did I ever? One of the most traumatizing events in my life happened at Classic. Have I ever told you about this? No, go on. Okay, thank you. I was at my nephew's birthday party. I think he had turned seven. Young, okay? And the classic, they have the roller skating rink area, but then they have this, like, the foam pits and, like, those blow-up things that you can jump off, okay? And Gross. one of the activities was a foam pit that you jumped off a high dive into a foam pit. What? Ask me how much adult supervision is over there. Uh, how much adult supervision was over that, there? The answer is none. There's no adult supervision. I'm watching my nephew because I'm thinking that's a pretty deep foam pit and that's a pretty high way to jump. He jumps off. He does not come up. Other kids are jumping off. Okay. I'm like, whoa, 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 wait. And I pull him out. He is in tears, of course. Traumatizing enough. I hear another kid <gasps> down in the foam pit. He had been down there long enough. I did not even see him fall out. I pulled that kid out of the foam pit. Yes, I'm a hero. He was A, sobbing. B, had thrown up on himself and i'm telling you i walked away from that foam pit changed oh you saw some things that day i was like don't let your kids in this foam pit like i went over and asked the kid like should someone be watching this foam pit like i just pulled this kid out who was like near his can you imagine being stuck in the bottom of a foam pit no as other kids are jumping in and you, you can't get out there's no there's nothing to give you traction Oh my gosh. I mean, I'm telling that you. That poor now, kid, what was going through his mind? He thought he was going to just stay there forever. He thought he was dead. A hundred percent. My nephew thought he was dead and he was not in there even a tenth as long. My nephew came out sobbing traumatized. Mm. I went and took him to my sister and she said, what did you do? <laughs> and I said, saved his life. I saved his life. So I don't care how many giant golf carts get brought into that place it will always forever be trash how did they do that what are the logistics of getting the golf cart in there my, who brought it did justin my, deliver it i was like why do they want to have to get that home what was yeah and who drove it home not worth it it was not worth you did this so it could be on tv great not worth it yeah so i loathe a golf i okay i 90 percent loathe the girl the golf cart kid Sure. There's a 10%. I like one. I like a 10% a golf cart kit. When Whitney said that she's going to be able to pick her brother up from school, right. I had a lot of questions about daybreak so, and where things are in proximity to each other. 
Thank you so much because I wrote she's going to run errands and do school to drop off in a golf cart. In a golf cart? In okay. a golf cart? I, Whitney's confused because, well, first of all, doesn't Bobby go to school before the other kid? So, first question. Brooks. Second question. Where, respect on his name. Is there a golf cart parking lot for the elementary school? Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, thank you. If someone knows, let us know. My third question to to Whitney is, you think Mary doesn't like you? Because I think we could, I think we can drop the think. Uh, I don't think Mary likes anybody, including herself, especially, most especially her husband. I think that Mary lives in a state of dislike and that's how she's happiest. I think Mary likes her kid, but I also think she likes him because she doesn't engage with him. Yeah, they live in the same home and they speak together once a year. <laughs> Been married for a year. I have the amount of there. I cannot wait for their reunion. I'm scared. I'll be honest. I did hear inside source. Uh, the color scheme is tropical, which I think is interesting because they've always gone like icy pastel. It's winter. We're Salt Lake. We hold snowflakes. Okay, great. A great tone for a lot of those gals. Heather looks great in a jewel tone. Lisa looks great in a Lisa's got great coloring for a lot of colors. She can wear yellow, which to me, if you can wear yellow, you can you do should it. wear it all the time. If mm -hmm. you can wear yellow, you should flex that every day of your Everywhere. life. Meredith would look good in yellow too, because they've got that really nice, like bronzy skin tone. Olive. With dark hair. Yeah. Uh, Angie K, obviously, she'd look great in Monica. I'm on the fence about in yellow. I think she could do it. I think it could. I think she could do a, a gold, a pale yellow. I Maybe because nothing about Monica seems like pastels. No, she but would it never. Feels, it feels wrong. But blondes and yellow, I hate to break it to you. Anyone who listens to this and Meg can't reel. Meg, sidebar, I got a text today about how I ruined someone's life. It's like, I don't even know this person. Because and of this podcast? We've ruined so many lives because none of them being the real housewives of Salt Lake City, by the way, they don't care. They don't <laughs> it's care. just our listeners whose lives we ruin. I, this, I got a text from a mutual friend that said, you know, you ruined X's life. And I said, I don't know that person. And they said, yeah, well, he's lactose intolerant. Yep. Yep. We told him Chick-fil-A's ice cream was dairy free. Yep. Imagine the night he had. After he that. had a giant serving of Chick-fil-A's very much dairy soft serve Listen, as a lactose intolerant not, person. It is not my fault. It is called ice dream. It's a mistake. Okay. Um, we'll go into what is and isn't your fault in terms of journalistic responsibility offline. Okay. Um, uh, okay, Lisa, guess what? I don't think she likes Monica. I was going to back to blondes and yellow. The only time it works is if it's like a bronzy, goldy yellow, like you said, and it's a bright red lip. That's the okay. only time. Thank you for that. But hold that thought. Can I bring can I bring evidence A to the table? And I'm just going to say five words. Kate Hudson, how to lose a guy in 10 days. Seven words. That's well, a good. In it, I guess would we call that a butter yellow? Yeah. She wear top five movie dresses. Okay, so you are on the side of that look. I wasn't sure. I am, but 
Kate Hudson seems special. Well, yeah, she's a movie star. Also, she was tan in that movie. She was tan. She probably got a spray tan. That that movie's not here. Hear me out. That movie's not great. No, but it gave not us Catherine Hahn. Oh yeah, she's fun in that. She's the best part. Yes, you're right. I I guess maybe I should say I didn't love Matthew McConaughey in that movie. <laughs> I know. I'm taking again journalistic responsibility. Um. Okay. So, like I mentioned, I'm usually here for Baby Gorgeous, but I just could not disagree more with Lisa saying Monica shouldn't talk to her mom like that. I would, Lisa would cut her own hair if she had to spend time with Linda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I do, she would hate to spend time with that. If she had to have one mil, the two of them, she wouldn't leave it the same. Do you ever meet people where you can't even fake pretending to like them like you just can't even be in the same space with them like that I know Linda and I like I would just have to excuse myself I couldn't do it I couldn't not scowl I could see myself provoking Linda I could see myself on purpose hey what do you think about January 6th the date (laughs) as a concept just a con just curious no no where were you by the way what were you doing on that date I could just see myself in there poking the bear like oh you how do you feel about the book 1984 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just to see I just just to get critical race theory what your thoughts yeah yeah I could just really see myself or I could see myself just absolutely lying just to see what happens you know sure sounds Um, fun yeah it sounds fun all right franklin avenue okay new restaurant Fun fact we've been there meg and i've been there together jealous so fun could be they almost um, didn't let steven in because his mobile id didn't have like age verification or something it's real touch and go but we made it uh if you go to franklin avenue here's my hot tip don't get mains go appetizers and desserts they have the best starters and salads and i their means are good. It's not that they're bad. It's just there's so many better things, in my opinion. Yeah, because it's, like, mostly bar, so it's good, like, small portion food. Those dill pickle potato chips, I think about often and fondly. Delicious. 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 Do not get the Flooney Negroni. It's fun to say. It's not good to drink. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Um, I would also say I like the chicken sandwich. It's pro- It's fun. It's good. But mm-hmm. you don't need to spend $40 on a steak there. No. Not worth it. It's Rarely is a steak worth $40 IMO. And look, I hate myself, but Ruth Chris. That's Ruth Chris is delicious. Yeah, you're right. Because it's butter. Like, so they butter. sear it in butter. So much butter. You know where else I like steak? Because of the butter, Benihana's. I I love Benihana's. I love Benihana's. Oh, my gosh. Should we go to Benihana's next time? Yes. I would also oh, I would drive down to Provo to go to Teppanyaki. I'm not joking. Yeah, it's good, but Benihana's rice is better because the butter. Okay, well let's do it. You know that Benihana sells the butter. Why? You can get the butter in sauces. One time, because I got a flat I got a um a, a griddle for Mother's Day. I wanted it. Um I did like a hibachi at home, but I bought the sauces from Benihana's. And it really like not to blow my spot up, but it was a game changer. Did it have like that, like, like, 
garlicky one i want to say like yes. a mustardy one with yes. the steak oh it's so you good and you know what else you can buy the freaking salad dressing which i love that salad dressing are you kidding me like no, the sesame so like the miso yes you can buy and you can buy it like it's meg the court so everyone knows what you give me for my birthday um i am so fascinated that they keep filming at the bar because it's such a weird angle there's got to be a reason, right? I would love to know. If you are a film person on Real Housewives, please tell me. Because I want to see both their faces at the same time. Hey, Shed Media, reach out. Reach out. Um, All right. I am not interested in grown women talking about other people's kids. I just don't care. I loved Meredith Risply. Listen, I'm going to say something is controversial. I think the difference, Heather is really kind of a bit of a broken record this episode on her, how she feels about how Lisa lives her life. Mm -hmm. And what I would love to say to Heather is, to me, the biggest difference here is not what they do with the religion. The biggest difference is self-assuredness and confidence. Mm -hmm. Like Lisa does what Lisa wants and she does it. She doesn't care. Heather needs to be very concerned what other people think. And I'm like, true happiness, and take it from someone who basically hates themselves, true happiness is this, like, confidence in yourself. And Lisa has it. And I think that's why Lisa's, like, a pretty polarizing character sometimes. Because, yeah, like, that's why she be- she comes off as arrogance right, a lot of the time. Most humans, like myself, like Heather, most of us are not that confident. We not don't that have self-assured. that self-assured. No, it's a talent. It's, like, I strive, like, I Dolly Parton has it. I could name two people. Lisa Barlow, Dolly Parton. And period. But there is, like, that to me is the biggest difference between the two of them. And I know Heather wants to be like, because of this, because of that. Truly, it's because you are worried about how Lisa wants to live her life. And I, Lisa's not worried at all about how you live your life or how she lives her life. She does what she wants and she does it every week. Yeah. And honestly, it's fun. It's a fun character. Lisa, oh yeah. She was born to be on Bravo. I just want Heather, I want Heather and Lisa to be friends, and I want Heather to get some of Lisa. I mean, when they work, it's a fun juxtaposition. It is, it is. When there is like no pettiness, no jealousy, no um misunderstandings, when they're just getting when they're when they're on, I think I I'm gonna say this. I think Heather and Lisa could be a power duo on the show. I think they could be the ultimate Salt Lake City housewife duo. Tell me I'm wrong. What other duo would be a better duo than Lisa and Heather? It would be, um, I would be like some, it would be like everything we've been working for. The culmination of everything we as a society, as an earth, as a species have been striving for since the show went on the air. I think that Heather could help Lisa be like, because Lisa's not open to feedback. Because she's so self-assured, she's not, and and Lisa sometimes doesn't know jokes about herself. And I think Heather is the, she is so good at self-deprecation humor. She is so good at like, oh, let's make a joke about it. She's great at that. She could help Lisa with that. And Lisa could help her with wardrobe. Not everything Lisa wears is working for me. No, it's not all great, but it's better than Heather's. I mean... I don't know. I want that postal worker outfit to work. There's just, it's too on the nose for me. 
Yeah, you're right. And like, the thing is, I feel like Lisa's in her, like, I don't know how else to say it, but like Julia Fox era, which is like a lot of denims and like minimalism, which is like, okay, okay. But also not as much fun. Not as much fun. But she also is wearing that weird confessional where she has like the hair pulled halfway back and it's like a jacket that's cropped and floral. The Dolce & Gabbana. Yeah, it's a weird, it's weird. I'm not into it. Um, at least they're not doing superhero cosplay like Angie K is every time we see her on screen. I, I'm going to say again, Angie K is a Brad Stahl cosplay. Bobby with her lip liner really hits home. I watching Bobby trying to know if she could talk when lip liner gets on. I was like, I, I, same question. I honestly don't know. I don't know. when I know when, you can't eat anything. But when he's like, you can talk. I was like, can't you? yeah i'm not so sure how different do wait bobby with eyebrows yes but young whitney the eyebrows are making a huge difference with those two people they are uh i might heart kind of when i saw young baby whitney like having like that little baby i was like man she's been through a lot she's been through a lot that like she wow i agreed i agree there was something about that really young looking Whitney with a baby with her husband that I thought we're only getting half the story. I agree. I agree. Whitney, there's And I want all of it. Um, I hate to say it because I do like Justin, but if Whitney were to get divorced, that's a story I'd be very interested in. I mean, we still haven't gotten to like, it was our anniversary and he asked, you still want to do this? And I said, I don't know. Do you? I'm interested to see that play out because the wedding ring in the drawer kind of was nothing, you know? So I don't know if we're being teased with actual marital problems or if there's more to come. I do wish that's where Whitney's storyline was going. I wasn't as into Thirsty Whitney where it was like, drama, I'm here, I'm here. She seems to have like taken her foot off the gas a little bit in that direction. Um, I am worried about the fallout from her jewelry party fight because I'm like, I'm already so bored by that fight. I don't want to have Whitney talk about how it had negatively affected her next week i just don't and i already know i'm gonna have to i know i'm gonna have to yeah sorry that's coming i do wish that heather and angie continued their high school feud there i like i liked it it was fun okay so we're at bobby's party at this point just quick criticism one soda mixer for that whole party i hate lots of sodas only one guy only one guy um angie k is as she's cleaner than she i can see through her more than my outdoor windows she is oh because we went to jack's announcement oh heather you weren't invited oh i there were only five people there i can't believe i didn't notice you were i'm like come on angie why the producer just like hands her a script and she reads it that is what it felt like i was like whatever i'm not i'm not into this at all the way though that heather and whitney and angie k and monica turn against each other so fast it made my head spin whitney's telling heather what lisa said heather immediately tells monica monica throws angie under the bus i mean there's no loyalty here no which is what we want from this it is i mean the thing that lisa said was tough to hear on television in 2023 i didn't love it 
Um, so I do understand why Whitney was then like, well, can you believe she said that? Because honestly, I'd probably do the same thing. But when Heather just like out right out tells Lisa, oh, we were just talking about how you were dismissive of Monica saying her mom's abusive. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot. I think I think Lisa is just so blinded by how much she doesn't like Monica. She I didn't love what she said. I'm going to put that out there. I don't love the thing is. We don't know that situation. I will say from the 10 minutes of Greek Easter I saw, it was obvious that those two people don't have a respectful relationship. What are the details? I'm not sure, but I know there is something messed up between those two people. Right. Yes. So, yeah, I do wish that Lisa would acknowledge a little bit that part of that disaster was Monica's mom. I think she needs to. And I don't know if like Lisa's just like New York old school where like, they're elders so you respect them but I think honestly if we're being really honest with each other I just think it's more that Lisa just doesn't like Monica (laughs) yeah I think that it's a little of both I think she probably was raised differently and also she's looking for reasons not to like Monica yeah um also Monica just a hot tip go to therapy uh favorite part of the episode Bobby saying I'm 13 I can drink as much Dr. Pepper as I want (laughs) amen Bobby, live your life, girl. I don't want you on this show, but you're giving me good stuff. I don't want her on the show, but she's also my favorite character. She is tough. Get out of the way. Move over, Brooks. Here comes Bobby. I miss Brooks. I wasn't Brooks at that party. I do miss Brooks. Okay, so then the next day we're at Lisa's house and Lisa is talking to John. Two things. One, would love an episode from John Barlow's perspective because he said, do you want to know my perspective? And I'm like, yeah, I do. Mm Mm-hmm. What if they did a men's only episode? We would be so bored, Emily. Well, they'd still interact with their wife, but it would just be from like their perspective. I still think they would ask no follow-up questions on any bit of gossip. Yeah, I know. That's true. Seth would make so many gross jokes. Uh, Lisa letting her dog on her bed was shocking to me. And sorry, bed frame. I noticed the dog didn't get on the mattress and that felt very intentional. Mm-hmm. But I Kendall, don't know the dog. Kendall, the dog is so, is the most surprising thing about Lisa. I, I'm not joking. The other day, for no reason whatsoever, I was thinking, don't the Barlows have a dog? We haven't seen the dog in a while. They it's do. like I manifested Kendall being on this episode. But Kendall looks like a shelter dog. She's in furniture. They're paying attention to her the appropriate amount. Like Angie K uses her dog as an accessory, um, <laughs> which felt that felt right. So yeah. Lisa has the most normal dog. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Haven't seen Teddy in a while. Hope Teddy's okay. I loved Teddy. I hope he's all right. Um, going moving on. Georgia, Heather's daughter's going to prom. Just need to say one note. That color is dynamite on her. She it looks great. great. Yeah, it was a good color. I on the rack. I was like, I don't know. And then she put it on. I was like, yeah, that is your prom dress. That's a great. You look great. Okay, whatever. Now we go to the jewelry. Um, it's the jewelry event. Two quick questions. Spiritual jewelry. So it's Alex and Ani. Uh, follow up question. Did you know that spiritualist was a job? No idea. I, I didn't know we needed how one. do we get that job is I my next know. question I don't know I do not know someone follow up my neck my next and biggest question from the episode is what was the dress code of this event 
it makes no sense. It's like three o'clock on a Saturday. And there's like maybe four people who look like they are dressed for Lisa's in normal clothes. A couple guys are in normal clothes. And by normal clothes, I mean like jeans, nice jeans, a cool shirt. Everyone else there is like, they look like they're going clubbing in like Manhattan in like 2011. I don't get it. I knew two people there and they both looked great. Monica was essentially in black tie. Angie K was beauty pageant. Uh, Mrs. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all over the place. Probably tough to know. What do you wear to Varley on a jewelry launch that will be on Bravo? Meg, I saw someone in the background in a full length like prom dress. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, less is more. Everyone. Um, Look, if you're, I want a specific dress code. If you're inviting me to something, tell me exactly what I should be wearing. Is it cocktail? Is it formal? Is it black tie? Is it casual? Please. Or call your friends that are going and being like, are you wearing a full length dress? Okay, then I guess I will. So at least now there's two of us. Are you wearing your wedding gown or are you wearing your Bass Pro Shop sweatshirt? Great news. I finally got to use that, reuse that bridesmaid dress. You knew I would. Thank goodness it still fits. Uh, Nothing says a party quite like a sound bath. Look, do I love that Monica and Lisa were talking over it? No, I don't. Do I love that there was a sound bath at this social gathering? No, I don't. Like, yeah, it sucked that they were so loud, but also... Did they want us to sit and listen to a sound bath on the show for 10 minutes? Yeah, it's like when you read the room and the room is Saturday party. We don't want a sound bath. I, you know, you should thank them. They did you a favor because everyone would have left being like, weird, she made us do a sound bath. What are the benefits of a sound bath? I don't know. I don't. Look, I'm not self-aware. I don't have like clarity or mindfulness and I'm not interested. So don't try to, no one try to talk to me about it. I don't care. Yeah. You know how I meditate? I pull up TikTok. You know what? I'll take a Xanax if I want to give my brain a break. And that's my choice. Sometimes I'll follow with a Benadryl. And again, that's my choice. I like to call it a pink pill night. Good for you. Are Xanax pink? No, but I put it with the Benadryl. And I don't know if that's great. No one listened to my Probably not. Probably not. Please, nobody do that. We don't need a bunch of DMs about how Emily almost killed a few people. More. More DMs about how Emily almost killed a few people. Whatever. I never said I was a doctor. I've said numerous times I'm a short idiot. Uh, Okay, look, I think Monica and Lisa are not nice to each other. I think some people are not meant to be friends. I think no one wants to be her mother clearly is one of the meaner things I've heard on TV. It's pretty bad. Pretty bad. I think the TLDR for me, well, I think I'm a close talker was very funny. (laughs) And my final thought is, If you think you are arguing with a child, I urge you to remember the power of silence. The insistence on getting the last word between these two was so juvenile. I wanted to go have a conversation with my four-year-old to feel enlightened. Honestly, I have had deeper, better conversations with with a child, with my dog. Um, It was so... I can't say anything. I keep saying kid sis, and it's the only description. It was like, no, you, I'm rubber, you're glue. Like, Lisa, I know you are, but what am I? 
we say you are better. I promise you are better than this. Walk away. You what don't- killed me was when Whitney had to push them to a different place in Varley so that the checkout line could continue moving. I, who's buying this stuff? And how much was it? How much? It was not expensive. When, when she was like, get out your credit cards, it kind of killed me because it felt like the end of like a benefit. But then, she, yeah, it's just her business. No, it's not going to charity or anything. Listen, I will say this for Whitney. She seems to be hustling. Yeah, good for her. Yeah, good for her. I don't have that drive. I If someone said to me, hey, you can sell spiritual jewelry. You don't have to put any money into it. We'll put the money into it, but you get all the profits. I would say no thanks. But once a week, I think I should really look into monetizing the podcast. And then I say, nah, like yeah. my, I don't have that in me. No, no, no. Uh, I, you know, it's not that bad being poor. I can afford Funyuns and cable. I'm fine. Would I like more money? Sure. Do I need more money? Not right now. Would you like doing what it takes to earn more money? Absolutely not. I'd rather be poor. <laughs> it's, I, a, it's a tough balance, you know? I just got through asking my husband if like if I had the chance to make it work with Jeremy Allen White, should I? Um, and once he understood, no, I meant like a long term relationship. He did his one rebuttal is he is a lot richer than me. Can't argue with that. Can't argue with logic. I'm not interested in working hard. Le- good for you, whoever wants to. I don't need a sixty thousand dollar ring, which I guess means I'm not middle class, according to Lisa. <laughs> Shout out. Or shout, shout out to Emily's boss who listens to this podcast. Yep. Um, don't listen to what I said about not needing more money, though. And not enjoying working hard. I work hard. I work hard for my money. I take more money from the job I'm currently doing. I'm just not going to do more jobs. Yes. Yes. That's Meg, yes. for the record, Meg also works. We both work very hard. We have jobs. This is free. What we're trying to say is we're not doing anything other than doing a very good job at the employment we currently have. And let that go on the record. I would love more money that way. Um, All right. Well, I'm excited for next week. Everyone knows because it's do I look inbred? And again, I say don't ask questions you do not want the answers to. Agreed. We'll talk about whatever happens there. And the continuing mom shenanigans, which I wasn't, I wish we didn't have to, but this is the life we've chosen. We must forge ahead. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. (laughs) 